Welcome to Drew's Baseball Crew, episode 16 here on this Monday evening. I usually go live a little later. We're going live earlier here, 6.13 now, p.m. Central Time. We are live here for Tuesday, September 13th for the, fan, I guess, Daily Fantasy Baseball Slate here, Daily Fantasy Sports, right? We cover Tuesday's game here on Fantasia Sports so keep that in mind. The link is down below to join myself on Fantasia Sports Daily Fantasy Sports Contest to win free prizes. You can win their free. You can win their native tenth, native Fant token for free, I should say. So go ahead and do that. Join me. Again, link down below. Otherwise, all other platforms right on the link tree, Drew Sports Crew. It's all on there. Go check it out as well. Yeah, we have a great slate to look forward here on Tuesday. So it starts a little earlier, I would like to mention, because you guessed it, we have a doubleheader, Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. They will be facing off at 11.35 Central there at Great American Ballpark, also at 5.40 later that day. So keep that in mind. This is an earlier slate, some day games there. Also a 12.07 game there. Again, for Tampa Bay and Toronto. So that's just another thing to look at. But let's go to the starting pitcher report here to begin, as we always do. So I like to look right away. Who are some guys, maybe that that high ceiling guy, that safe floor guy, We're especially in a two-start kind of lineup on Fantasia. That's what we're looking for. So right away, you know, I'm looking at Jeffrey Springs against Toronto. He could be a solid option. 54 career plate appearances for the Blue Jays roster against Springs and some great numbers for Springs there with an ex-WOBA of 254 and then also an batting average there of 210. That's an XBA, I should say. And the uh, standard batting average being 212. Some other matchups I would like to look at. Hunter Brown against the Tigers. So you might be like, who's who's Hunter Brown? Uh, trust me, this is a guy you'd want to start against the Tigers. He's probably like my high ceiling guy. So I would want to pair him with someone safe. I don't know if Jeffrey Springs is maybe that safe guy, but I feel like he's a pretty safe guy to start. Of course, if you have the budget, maybe a guy like Sandy could be your safe guy. Sandy Alcantara against the Phillies. 247 XBA with a 312 XWOBA. But I, I'm still looking. Hunter Brown is a pretty good matchup there. Dean Kramer against the Nationals is the other high ceiling guy. Maybe, maybe his ceiling's not as high as Hunter Brown's, but a guy who I think if you put in your lineup, you could get some very good results. I'd be looking streamer in fantasy baseball. Kramer and Brown are probably my top two there. Jacob Degrom is pitching also tomorrow, so keep that in mind against the Cubs, the strikeout heavy Cubs, I should say. So of course Degrom. Again, if you can pair to ground with a guy like Hunter Brown pair, or pair him with a guy like Kramer, I'd go ahead and do that if you have it in the budget. Otherwise, I'm looking through it, and it's like those guys stand out. I'm a little worried for the Milwaukee Brewers as they face Jordan Montgomery tomorrow. I don't think that might that might not be a favorable matchup for the Brewers. It could be. I know the expected sets. They look pretty good for the Brewers against Montgomery, but again, it's hard to say. Ken Waldachuk is pitching tomorrow there for the athletics a guy they they got they acquired at the deadline could be a guy that again i could so see with a high kind of having you know that high ceiling but again i don't know how many innings we're going to get out of him so that's kind of where my concerns go in 
I'm not looking at Michael Kopech. Uh, I'd stay away from the Dodger Diamondback game. You uh, Darvish against the Seattle Mariners is one I, I would be fine with. Otherwise, ugh, Jacob Junis, he has good numbers, excellent numbers. Average of 172, XBA of 211 with an XWOBA of 261 against the current Atlanta Braves roster. But that Braves roster, as we know, they strike out a lot. And how he has to use the racket loss strikeouts because, you know, he could give up a couple, two, three home runs, which would be my concern with him. But to recap, the pitchers I would really go with. I mean, there are not many I'd say like I'd want to go with for like the the high floor kind of guys. It, it's more of like the studs. It's going to be DeGrom, Alcantara, and and Jeffrey Springs probably is the other one. Even against that Blue Jay offense, and I'd for sure say Hunter Brown and Dean Kramer. I'd be fine with pairing those two if you want to go hitter heavy, but depends on how much risk you want in your starting pitcher spot. That's just how I. I would roll, but let's go then to let's, let's talk about some of the numbers here. Let's start in catcher as we always do. So JT Romuto against Sandy Alcantara is the first one I want to mention here. Nine for 30 with a home run. That gives him a 300 average with a 733 OPS. Could be something there. We know it's a bullpen game for Milwaukee tomorrow. Brent Suter, it sounds like he's going to start. Don't know how many innings he's going to throw. So it's hard for me to suggest any really Cardinals, but um, at the same time, it, it's not. Be- we just don't know the matchup, basically. Of course, I could tell you, you know, if Pujols is going to go through and he's going to face some left-handed pitching, I don't know if Craig Counts is going to allow that. I don't think he will. So it's hard to say guys like him, but that's just something to look at. Other catchers, though, got to give some more options. Will Smith against Merrill Kelly. This is probably my favorite matchup of the day. For catchers, seven for 16 with a home run. Two walks to two strikeouts. Love that for that points format. Sean Murphy against left-handed pitching always goes well. Against Cole Reagans of the Texas Rangers, it goes even better. Two for two with two home runs. I know it's very small sample size, but look, if you're chasing upside, I think Cole Reagans is that guy. Other ones, Gary Sanchez off Chris Bubich. Why not? One for three. With a 333 average, of course, small sample size here as you get with these catchers. That is just how it is. I do like this one, Adley Rutschman off of Corey Abbott of the Nationals. Rutschman, we we have seen, we know he is as a switch hitter, but look, the numbers for Rutschman against left-handed pitching are not so good compared to the right-handed pitching. I'd be looking Rutschman against the right-hander any day at that catcher spot. But otherwise, right, Rockies, they're not in Colorado, so it's hard to suggest any of those guys. So I, I think really that's that's all I'd suggest for catcher. There's not many, but I think there are some great options still amongst them. Salvador Perez against Joe Ryan. How about we'll throw him in if you want to pay up a little. Two for five for his career. Again, another small sample size. Let's go to first base. All right, so there's some great matchups here at first. First one I want to get to is... Freddie Freeman off of Merrill Kelly, 5 for 12 with four doubles, two walks, and to six strikeouts, though. Christian Walker off of Clayton Kershaw, 7 for 22 with four home runs. Could be some numbers there. Luisa Rise off Chris Bubich, lefty and lefty, but three for eight. So why not? Uh, Paul Goldschmidt, I know Brent Suter, we don't know, maybe, maybe three, four innings. He is 2-for-11 for his career. Surprising there. Suter dominating that matchup. 
Uh, here's kind of with my uh, Jeffrey Springs pick, Vlad Guerrero Jr., one for six off of him with two strikeouts for his career. Some good numbers for him. Um, other ones, it, it gets a little tough as we go down. But I would say Nick Prado against Joe Ryan. I do like that for Prado. though. Those young Royals, I think, could come up big here. Um, oof. It gets very tough with the other other guys. I would go Nathaniel Lowe off of Ken Waldachuk. Nathaniel Lowe, we've seen, have better splits against lefties. So I would say Lowe if you want to pay up a little. But I would mainly go with Christian. Walker and Freddie Freeman. I know those are going to be picks you're going to hear a lot throughout today, but I think those are some great matchups to take advantage of. Prado is kind of that sleeper I would classify. Second base. Now, Catal Marte, who struggled a lot this half, maybe if you can get him for a cheap price, 10 for 31 with three home runs off of Clayton Kershaw. Could be something there. You know, I'm, I'm all for that. Michael Massey, so another young Royal. Yeah, I might be doing a Royal stack off of inconsistent Joe Ryan. Could be something with that. Two for three with two doubles for his career. I, You know, why not? Andres Jimenez, although it's lefty on lefty, could see myself taking that when I'm making my lineup. But otherwise, through second base, if you want Colton Wong revenge game against the Cardinals, maybe you could go with that. Marcus Simeon is another one. If you want to take a national, I would suggest Luis Garcia off Dean Kramer. Otherwise, I mean, that, that's kind of all I'd go with the second base. Uh, Brandon Lowe against, if it, you can get Ross Stripling, I got to look at the starting pitchers, who they have down. Because, again, that's a doubleheader too. So depends on what game you're looking at. But if if you are getting Brandon Lowe against Ross Stripling, I would take that over, of course, Brandon Lowe against Alec Manoa. It gets tough in some leagues when you ha- include all-day games because you got to make sure, yeah, look, what games are included in this slate if it's the early one if it's a later one just keep that in mind otherwise let's go to third base here before we do shortstop and outfield here third base max muncie against merrill kelly nine for 21 one home run to two two walks to three strikeouts 429 average there ops over 1300 love those numbers for him brent Suter against nolan arenado i guess i could say the other way around too seven for 11 two home runs two doubles one triple. Wow. So if you can get Arenado, I, I take one at bat against Suter. Look, the numbers don't lie there. Seven for 11. Well, I really like your odds there. The other main one, Alec Bohm has done very well against NL Cy Young favorite, Sandy Alcantara. Five for 14 there with a triple. Otherwise, um, no, I, I cannot just Nicky Lopez I can't include him I cannot include him with the Joe Ryan stack that I'd be I'm kind of making up here could not do that um Manny Machado against Logan Gilbert I do like that it's it's a tough one I mean third base other than those main four guys I mentioned wouldn't say there's really really much else if you like Rafael Devers against Garrett Cole I mean we saw some Devers have some success against Garrett Cole if you want to just you know, maybe history repeats itself there. Why not? But I feel like third base is going to be a position to pay up for, as we've seen. Third base is a premium position, it seems, this year also. So shortstop now. Going through it right away, uh, there are a lot that stick out. You know, a Dodger stack, that seems like something you could do almost every night with how that offense has been. Trey Turner, 6 for 14 off of Merrill Kelly. 
Jose Barrero of the Cincinnati Reds, who I do like as a player, is against JT Brubaker of the Pirates. Like that matchup. Carlos Correa of Chris Bubich. Correa's having a very underrated season, very good season. If you want to, you know, bank on Sandy Alcantara struggling against the Phillies, you know, Bryson Stott, maybe a guy. Uh, the lone Blue, Blue Jay seems to have pretty good numbers off of Jeffrey Springs is Bo Bichette. So if you are not taking Springs, you want to take a Blue Jay hitter, Bichette's your guy. Ahmed Rosario is another one, has not gotten out yet by Jose Suarez. So I would be looking, I, I seem to like either taking Rosario or Jimenez in one of my lineups from, from the Guardians. So that's just something I've noticed for myself, but it's it's has worked out for myself. So would like to keep that in mind. Oh, it's kind of a little tough. If Nick Allen's starting for the athletics off of Cole Reagans, maybe that would be one I would consider. Bobby Wood Jr. has not yet gotten a hit off of Joe Ryan. So if you're looking at Witt, looking at the upside for him to produce points, maybe not on Tuesday would be my response. Tommy Edmond off of Brent Suter, also four for 12. Good numbers for him. Otherwise, that is shortstop. Let's go to outfield here before we wrap up. So again, the double header. Ryan Yarborough is the other lefty. It looks like that's going to be starting for the Tampa Bay Rays. Again, we don't know who's starting. I mean, for what doubleheader, which one is accounted for in your lineups? Just please check wherever you're playing. 12 for 33 is Teoscar Hernandez off of Ryan Yarborough with six home runs, the four strikeouts. Love those numbers for him. David Peralta off of Ross Stripling, 10 for 24. Love that. Bryce Harper has done well against Sandy Alcantara, 10 for 30, with eight walks to seven strikeouts. Tommy Pham off Garrett Cole. This would have been when Cole was on the Pirates. Pham was on the Cardinals, 10 for 27 is where that damage came. So maybe, you know, let's see how Pham performs against Garrett Cole on Tuesday, but just keep that one in mind, I'd say. Other outfielders, Kyle Schwarber against Alcantara. I know I'm saying a lot of Phillies, but... I'm, I'm given options where if you want to take some of those guys, I feel like that could pay off as an investment. Otherwise, I mean, I, I personally would not be taking Sandy Alcantara or any opponent against Sandy Alcantara just based on the pedigree. And, you know, you could get a complete game from Alcantara. So never know when that'll happen. So personally, I'd stay away. But if you would want to attack it, those are guys I would choose. Eddie Rosario against Jacob Junis, 7 for 23 with a home run. Hunter Renfro off Jordan Montgomery. That is the matchup for the Brewers. I'd be circling. Guy, if you want to include a Brewer, there's your guy. Tyler Naquin, he's a guy four for seven against Adrian Sampson. I always would love to include him in lineups where the Mets have a favorable matchup and they're against the right-handed pitcher. That seems to be his bread and butter. Also, Mike Brasseau is the other uh, Brewer. I know I said one. They're making two. Two guys I want to include. If he is outfield eligible, I don't think he will be as he's been playing third base. Would love to include him, but Naquin is one who stands out. Max Kepler, who has good numbers off of lefties as a left-handed outfielder. You know, he could be one off of Chris Bubich with some good numbers. Has not struck out against him yet in nine plate appearances. Mark Hanna, who's surprisingly better against right-handed pitching as a righty. I could take him off Samson. Daniel Vogelbach, I could take off Samson. I know I'm not naming guys who are just strictly outfielders, but just want to go over some I missed. Otherwise, for outfield, I got to give some more. Nick Senzel, if he's starting, if he's playing. 
Why not give him a shot there off of JT Brubaker? Some good matchups for a lot of good hitters tonight. Randy Rosarena, I would not be taking off Ross Stripling. Uh, otherwise, it gets it gets tough. Like these, we're gonna be looking at guys. We'll be looking at Jake Fraley, depending on if you're getting Zach Thompson or if you're getting JT Brubaker. But otherwise, I think I think for Fraley, I think I'd be taking him against either. So check those out. Brian Hayes off Mike Miner. That's a third baseman. I know. Have some more options. Charlie Blackman, not at Coors Field again against Michael Kopech. It's an outfielder one. I got like two more I'm looking at. Lords Guriel off of maybe Jeffrey Springs could be one you consider. And the last one here is, ugh. no, they're, they're, I don't know if I can even give a last one. I'm, I'm going through it one more time. And a lot of the numbers not so great um, for these outfielders. I would look at mm, Matt Reynolds against, if you can get Matt Reynolds against Zach Thompson, maybe at the outfield spot, but that's like, that would be one of the last resorts. If you don't like any outfielders there, because it gets tough. Like guys, you know, because you have the Cubs outfielders, not much there against the Grom. You have the Diamondback outfielders who, left-handed, and then Dalton Varsho also, who not a good matchup. Maybe Tyler O'Neill in a bullpen game for the Brewers, but that's the last one. The Cardinal outfielder. You know, if, you, if he sees a lot of lefties, could be something. Maybe not, but that is where I'd go. Tough ending, because look, there's, to sum up, not a lot of, you know, options other than those main core five. I usually can find squeak out maybe five more that I like as options, but Royal stack would be something I'm looking at pairing Hunter Brown, you know, and Dean Kramer with some of those high floor guys is the pitching. What I would recommend. Otherwise I'd be looking, you know, at, at those guys I mentioned. Then so that's how I'd roll here on Tuesday. Otherwise I'll be sending my lineup of course on the post as I always do, but that'll wrap it up for myself. Drew Skyberg here on this Monday night again at Drew Sports Crews, where you can find the Instagram and Twitter. Drew's Sports Crew on Facebook and YouTube. So that, that is going to be it for myself, Drew Skyberg, signing off here. Thank you all for listening to yet another episode of Drew's Sports Crew, the perfect podcast for you. Thank you, everybody. Good night.